Robot Gundam style, everyone, and welcome to Wow Cool Robot. I am one of your co-hosts. My name is Jared, or Jay, and I use he and them pronouns. I'm Julia. I'm the other co-host. I use she and her pronouns. I'm Max. I'm the other other co-host, and I use he and him pronouns. You're like the host host. That's why I said what I said. (laughs) I'm the dad of the podcast. You'll turn this podcast around, so help you God. Everyone has to call Max (laughs) daddy now. It's a problem. Well, the silence was deafening. Anyway. You don't need to do that, actually. <laughs> what if we didn't as a bit? Yeah, it only, yeah, right. It's just a bit. That's all. Nothing, <laughs> nothing more. It's funny, like, having Jimmy, Katie will, like, refer about me to him and be like, where's daddy? <laughs> and, like, that's, like, completely normal. Like, I'm not one of those people who's, like, a pet dad. Like, that's always right. been, like, very weird to me. Um... But so, like, the only time I'm unfazed being called daddy is like when I hear Katie asking my dog, Where's daddy? And I'm like, Okay, right. in this moment, I am maybe I am daddy in this moment. Yeah, to be fair, I've, I'm uh, absolutely my cat's mother, so like, mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> I've been re listening yeah. to the Adventure Zone. It's just odd to hear the McElroys all call Clint daddy. Just like, yes. just like it's very normalized for them, but it's mm-hmm. also very bizarre. <laughs> mm, well. So I guess it's fucking parent appreciation week here at Wow Cool Robot. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, sorry. I just say awful shit. Y'all mm-hmm. remember how I ended last week talking about a website domain I definitely did or did not buy? Uh oh. It was God, left was up it? to uh, interpretation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna say it again. <laughs> oh oh good. god. I'm gonna have to mostly, pull up the episode because you did mostly because I you? just. Mm, 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 I might have mm. some regrets that I'm living with. Oh no! <laughs> Get a refund. Anyway, this is a Gundam podcast. Let's talk about Gundam. <laughs> Let's talk about Gundam Wing. Uh, much as it's Parent Appreciation Week, it's also Dorothy Appreciation Week. I refuse. I appreciate her and everything she does. We're coming up on Thanksgiving, and you know what? I gotta give thanks for all the people who like Dorothy because I have a lot of hate in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just I'm so grateful that there are people who love her to balance that out. It's um <laughs> it's like you gotta give thanks to the girl bosses in your life. Yeah. She is a challenging character, to be yeah. fair. Well, let's get into it, and whenever Dorothy shows up, we can all hoot and holler and clap like I do all the time. <laughs> uh so to start us out, we'll go with episode thirty one of New Mobile Report. Episode thirty one of New Mobile Report Gundam Wing. The Glass Kingdom. Relina meets with Kasher and Hero, enrolling them in the future world leaders of America. Hero spars with Dorothy during fencing class as she eggs him on to live up to the legend of his name, which he denies being a part of. Noin informs Relina that a group of Trey's faction soldiers have been injured and retreated to the force of the Saint Kingdom and are being hunted down by Romafeller. Relina wants to take them in as refugees, but they refuse, not wanting to draw conflict towards the kingdom. Hero recruits them into fighting back, and they, along with Katra and Noin, use the Wing Gundam and a battalion of white Taurus suits to defeat the Romafeller soldiers. After the battle, Hero and Noin successfully convince Relina to build a sinking defense force. This is a very, like, a very contained episode. Yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely. Also, the title, A Glass Kingdom, or The Glass Kingdom, is, it's just so choice. Like It's really funny. Very, my, very my very first note you hear them say it in the episode. The, yeah. They say the episode is Glass No Sank Kingdom. So it's literally like the Sank Kingdom of Glass. Yeah. So it's like almost like literally, like it's different the title that they gave it, but it still mm-hmm. fits because it's like it's 
there's the one kingdom they're talking about here, and it's very oh, yes. obvious which one it is. And and like I love, I, it's a very simple pleasure to know the name of a thing going into it, and then point and clap and hoot and holler at the screen when they say it too. Because I'm pretty sure knowing title drops for this episode later on, and it's just, it's fucking good. It's, she does. It's, it is the perfect phrase for what is going on. I just, mm-hmm. I, I like it a lot. Good job, Gundam Wing. It's good. Uh, so this one starts out, we see um, Pagan is dropping the boys off in like this sort of institute building. Um, it's really cool. Like just, I like that Hero's kind of forced to be around Relina at this point. Right. <laughs> He like doesn't does not care for it. It's it's like he, he he simultaneously doesn't care for it, but you can tell that he's like a lot more okay with it now. I think he's fully realized like there is no fucking way I'm getting rid of this girl. Like I might as well deal as mm-hmm. much as I like, can. Just resign to it at this uh-huh. point. Yeah, and she loves it. She's so in food. She's like, oh, hero, this is so great. You get to be part of the future women leaders of America. How fun! Right. <laughs> it's good. I also like that uh, as Katra and Hiro are like walking up to the school, uh, all of the girls are like standing outside to greet them. Uh, but as they're walking by, the girls are also gossiping. And uh, one of one of them says something like, isn't he very young to be like a servant or something like that about uh, yeah. Hiro? Because he's like dressed awkwardly and Katra's dressed nicely. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there's a very clear dynamic between the two of them. Uh-huh. And Katra hears it and giggles. It's so sweet. Yeah, they do recognize that, that, that Katra is a fancy boy, which is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Which is true. Um, so, so Verlina like sort of welcomes him in her office. Um and she's like, you know, yeah, I'm going to enroll you in here. You get to hang out in the same kingdom. Uh, and she does mention Troa. Yeah. And, and she's like, by the way, there was this stellar Oz pilot that I'm looking into. His name was Troa Barton. And his name is Troa Barton. He's definitely not dead. Yeah. Hero and Katra are just like, what the fuck? Like, what? Why do you know about Troa? <laughs> and she, know, like, she knows about Troa and she knows that Troa is like very much probably alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and... I mean, at at that point, Hero's like, I'm not staying. I'm I'm bouncing as soon as I get the Gundam. And <clears throat> excuse me, really, is like, hey, I'm looking for your friend. At least stay until we find him. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And and Hero's like, okay, but like, wouldn't it draw attention to Saint Kingdom if you have like two Gundam pilots there? And she's like, I don't fucking know. Whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, it's that fine. was super super interesting because Hero's like, this is. This is such a concern that we fled the protection of a military camp because we didn't want to cause conflict. Like, are you sure you want us here? And Relina's like, we'll deal with it. It'll be fine. Yeah, we'll burn that bridge when we get there. <laughs> um, she, she brings the boys to class. She introduces them. Dorothy makes, like, very evil yes face whenever she sees the boys. Yeah. Um, gosh, She's introduced very himself. extra. She, I love it. She chews the scenery. <laughs> Uh, Katra introduces himself, you know, all normal. He's like, ah, oh, I'm Katra, banana winner. Uh, <laughs> and before Hero introduced himself, he kind of flashes back to the beginning of Operation Meteor. Yeah, oh, Dr. J oh, is talking to him as he's in the cockpit getting ready to, to take off for the beginning of Operation Meteor. And he's like, we need to decide on a code name for you. How about the guy who is trying to unite the colonies in the name of peace? And Hero's just like, doesn't even say the name. He's just like, Got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It, it's it's you know it's fine. Then he he introduced himself as Hero Yui. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to fencing class because every fucking school in this world is 
like has a fencing class it seems yeah all fancy it, schools have horses and small metal swords i don't know what to tell you that's <laughs> just simply how it is it is a hilarious backdrop but i feel like it also makes sense because it is the sank kingdom and relina is literally like teaching the future generation of a bunch of aristocrat children like hey this is how we're gonna politic good mm-hmm. uh but also we have to have like regular like physical education classes and uh i don't want to make people run around in gym shorts and t-shirts so i guess we're gonna fence yeah sure why not um and th- their the dialogue here is weird katra is like looking at it and like it's only women of course yeah um and Katra's like, what the what the fuck is he? He says like, women think that men can't solve anything without fighting. And Hero says, Katra, you fucking misogynist. That's a generalization. Some women yep. like to fight as some women like to fight as much as men. And then anyway, Thor shows here. up. Yeah. <laughs> Unrelated to that previous thought, <laughs> smash cut to fucking Dorothy's face close up. <laughs> uh, and then Dorothy walks over. And she is actually, like, kind of polite. She's like, you introduced yourselves, but I haven't introduced myself. I'm Dorothy Catalonia. Uh, and kind of, like, immediately is like, Duke Dermale is my grandfather. Yeah, do you mm. get it? And then uh, challenges Hero to a duel. Uh, and then she keeps saying just, like, this buck wild shit because she's, like, the first person to ever notice that this kid's name is also the same name of the guy who got assassinated ten years ago. <laughs> She's literally the only person in the entire world who ever paid attention once during a fucking history class. I, it wasn't even that long ago. I genuinely don't understand how nobody up to this point. It, it, yeah. it has been mentioned that after Hiroyui was assassinated, he was like scrubbed from historical records by Oz. But like Dorothy Catalonia lives on Earth, which is where people would not have that information. So why does she know about it? Like, of course, people in the colonies know, like, there are a lot of people who were involved with Hiroyui, but, like, people on Earth don't really know or give a shit about who he is, so why does this girl, who was probably, like, five when he died, like, why does she know who that is? And as they're fencing, she keeps pressing Hiro, and she's like, this guy in history was making a name for himself, and he was making change, and he was going to become this powerful head of state and all this other stuff. And she's like, I wonder what your name belies and if you will do the same, basically. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then, what is it? She, like, slices through Hiro's fencing suit and he retaliates by piercing through the veil on her helmet uh, without cutting her, but, like, like, like stabs through the glass on the protective glass on the front of her helmet. Uh, and she takes it off and just kind of stares him down. And he's like, you must have me mistaken. There's probably two other guys named Hiro Yui and just mm-hmm. fucks off. <laughs> You're Hiro Yui. He's Hiro Yui. She's Hiro Yui. Are there any <laughs> other Hiro Yui's I should talk about? Meow. Meow. Fucking Gary Yui. Yep. Absolutely. There's something there. Um, <laughs> it's rules. We cut to, um, Noin walking into Relina's room, um, and Noin's like, hey, we have a fucking issue. R- Romafeller is straight up asking if they could fight within our borders. And Relina's like, hmm, troubling. What could this be? Mayhaps not, actually. <laughs> Genuinely tell them, surprised. No. Genuinely surprised they sent any sort of notification in advance. Oh, I, I would have other, like, absolutely assumed they would have just raised the forest to the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah. 
but yeah, no, they're gonna basically they say, hey, there's Trey's faction refuge or yeah, Trey's faction soldiers here. Um, mm-hmm. We gotta get them because hey, they're a th- they, you don't know they're dangerous. They could be a threat to the Sand Kingdom. Oh no, we wouldn't want that. Um, and Noine mentions to Relina that they're injured, and Relina's like, oh, I, I'm a, hey, girl boss, genius idea. If we treat them like refugees, Romofeller can attack, right? Right. Right. <laughs> and Noine is like, that that's an option. Uh <laughs> it's it's not a good one. Yeah. It's like I like Noine is really fucking good in this episode. She's good all the time. But in this yeah. one, especially because of how at first she's like not really into the idea, but like once Rulina decides on it, she is so fucking in. She's like yeah. gonna do whatever it takes to the point of like almost crying when you know, spoiler alert, shit does go south later on. But, like, <laughs> the fact that she is, like, so in on making Relina's ideology real, it's like, yeah. yes, get you someone like Noin in your corner. Girl bosses only. Yeah, absolutely. And so Noin ends up kind of doing a, a I think it's a video call, with the Trey's gang that is out mm-hmm. in the Sank Kingdom's area. And they are like, Oz is going to attack. Like, they were just notifying you to be polite. And the Trey's faction is like, we don't we don't want to make it a battle. Uh, so we're going to cut off communications with you because we don't want them to use that as more evidence to attack us. We're just we're just going to kind of we're going to take what's coming for us. Uh, sorry. <laughs> and then they hang mm-hmm. up and Noin is yeah. mad as hell. She's like, no, like this is not what Relina wanted. Immediately. She is like, listen, I didn't agree with what Relina was saying until she said it. <laughs> mm hmm. She's like upset uh, with herself. Yeah, <laughs> she's good. she's frustrated because she understands the situation like yeah. pretty much from all sides and mm-hmm. is is very much just like I need to find a way to make this work in our favor now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh we cut to you know after she's all fucked up over it. We cut to Hero who <laughs> breaking and entering. Breaking and entering into like the hangar underneath the Sank Kingdom. Uh he sees the is wing this- gunda, but he Sorry, is this where I sent the screenshots from where he flips off the camera and then does the gross thing with his thumb where he's punching the numbers? Yeah, where where, where he like, Uh, I don't understand how that worked. He like mangles his I mean, honestly, like (laughs) pointing with like your middle fingers and all that. That's pretty normal on like a numpad jamming it with like turning your finger like your hand like. 180 degrees and jamming the enter button with your thumb is a little bit <laughs> it's much. So bad. It was the one Why did they do that? that? Was confusing. Yeah. It, Ugh, whatever. It, Hero, it shows how freak. Hero will fuck himself up in 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 the name of his goal or whatever metaphor. Yeah. But he he busts through and, and finds the the zero one wing Gundam in the hangar under the Sun Kingdom. And also, I'm doing far quad white pointing. Yes. We see a bunch Several of Leos or Tauruses that are white. Um, I'm yeah, so glad cool. to see these. I think the white Tauruses look so nice. Hey, I'm a white Taurus. Damn. <laughs> uh, no representation from the white Aries in uh <laughs> in I have, show. you know, I already named one of the episodes of this series, Can't Help Being a Taurus. I might name this one, Can't Help Being a White Taurus. <laughs> I can't help it. It's who uh, I am. Jeez. But anyway. So it, it turns out that these... uh have been kept secret from Relina. This is like yes. Noin's hangar underground. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that, that bounces back to uh, her conversation with Sally after uh, her and Sally did find and recover the Zero One. After Sally sank the Zero One in the ocean, um, uh, Sally was basically like, Noin, you can hang on to this and, uh, you know, use it for whatever purposes. I'm going to go find my own Gundam. And Noin was still very much like, even to Pagan, like, we don't want Relina to find out about this. Um, and this is very much like continuing that same line of secrecy. Which is mm-hmm. understandable. Uh, and then I think we head over to Relina talking to the members of Oz from Romafeller. And these yes. these Oz guys, like, dismiss her outright. They don't listen to anything mm-hmm. she's saying and they hang up on her. And they're like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to fucking blow them up in the Sight yeah. Kingdom territory. Like, fuck them. Th- their goal here is essentially to, like, push the fighting to the kingdom itself. Where, like... They want the kingdom to be damaged. They, like, yeah. they want to... Um, negatively affect like the image of the the kingdom being pacifist mm-hmm. yeah um, it's like yeah absolute pacifism can only get you so far when fighting's at your doorstep uh and the commander like before she, they hang up on her again um claims that the the trays faction are, are gonna attack so they have to do it first obviously mm-hmm. yeah you know in the name of intervention of course we gotta yeah. we gotta uh, after Relina gets hung up on, she's immediately like, I need to go out there and physically stop them. Remember, you know how she flew a plane between the tall geese and the, the heavy arms in Antarctica? She's probably like, yeah, I need to do that again. And mm-hmm. Pagan Instead, is like, she gets in a car. <laughs> Pagan is like, please don't fucking do that, Relina. And she steps yeah, outside. What have you thought about your safety like once? <laughs> Relina Fuck steps that. outside. Literal princess now. <laughs> And Dorothy is waiting at the bottom of the stairs in her yeah. giant gold whip. She's like, get in, motherfucker. We're going to watch the fight. Mm-hmm. She it's screams, so hurry up or we'll miss the fight. <laughs> Which is just so Dorothy. It is this classic Dorothy. Um, Katra and Noin make it down to the hangar and they see the Tauruses. And Katra's like, hey, Noin, I don't think Relina would like this. Yeah, he, he gets real upset. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we cut back over. We see the Trey's faction. They've set bombs all over their suits. They're like, you know, we can't fight back. We're just going to disappear with no trace. Uh, this is all we can really do at this point. And here just walks in. Going to disappear with no trays. <gasps> okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Out of trays. Uh, Hero walks in and he's like, hey, you blowing yourselves up. I'd know a thing or two about that. That's not the worst idea, but I got a better one. Come it's with so- me fucking funny he's like blowing yourselves up huh i get it i've been there <laughs> yeah what like if you didn't and we fought instead i wish you, you weren't an expert <laughs> i really wish you weren't an expert on blowing yourself up but i don't think i can call you an expert on it because you've tried it you've four times not done it correct and, yeah mm-hmm. been unsuccessful every time yeah <laughs> Uh, Virgos, Virgos pull up and start blasting on the uh, Trey's faction's Leos, and the Leos aren't fighting back because the Trey's faction rigged them to blow. Uh, so the Virgos are just slaughtering, and the Trey's faction actually uses those uh, Leos as a distraction and pull up in a bunch of white Tauruses and surprise the Virgos under uh, Hero's like charge, basically. Mm-hmm. It's great, and like they. Fuck the oh, Virgos up pretty yeah. much. There's this really sick moment where one of the uh Tauruses like gets through the Le or the, the Virgo's shield and then like grabs its head unit and just crushes it with its hand. It yes, I that that scene is really, really dope. It's so fucking um, sick. Dorothy is like continuing to speed down the highway, driving really into the battle. Um 
she's like, hey, have you ever seen a battle in person? Yeah, uh, she's having a Dorothy's hard time like, focusing because she's getting horny. Yeah, she, 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 she loves this <laughs> shit so much. And uh, there's like a, a carrier of mobile suit. I guess just like a carrier. And yeah, Romafeller like likes- the main Ozcraft. Yes. Oh, no, no, that's right. I, I, I mixed up my notes. Okay, Romafeller sees a carrier coming in and they mm-hmm. shoot it down. And of course, it's fucking wing inside yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and Hero's like, haha, my turn, bitch. And fucking shoots the uh, Romafeller craft, which like starts to fall down right towards the bridge that Relina and Dorothy are driving on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Relina really tells like- Dorothy to break and she does like the longest fucking like power slide I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, that thing probably weighs a million pounds, so it probably yeah, had it a is, lot of momentum. I, I would bet that it's plated at an actual gold. Yeah, I would not doubt it. And mm-hmm. uh, the the carrier sails, like, just barely overhead and misses the bridge that they were about to drive onto and, like, careens down this canyon and then explodes at the bottom of it. It's, mm-hmm. like, really compelling, like, personal action. Because a lot of the action we see is with people in mobile suits, but this is just people in a car. They could have died. Like, they could have, mm-hmm. like, for real died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting change in just, like, I guess the dynamics of the violence. Similar yeah. to how a couple episodes ago we had the folks that were trying to get civilian casualties in the city when yes. they brought the fighting there. Yes. Um, it changes the perspective of it when it's like, oh, shit, these are just people again. Yeah. When, when big robots force the action to a ground level just to, like, remind people what's at stake, I fucking love that shit. So, like. It's good the new Hathaway film, like, all of it. Yes. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. It's, like, the beginning of F91. There's a Jagan that gets, like, taken out and a Zaku is firing, and one of the shells that pops out of the Zaku's gun, like, hits a woman on the street in the head, and she just dies. Oh, like Jesus. The, the expended casing just, like, knocks this woman to death. Yeah, it's it's fucked up and crazy, and, and it is a very grim reminder of what's, like, actually going on, and uh, I think it grounds a very, very cartoony show like Gundam Wing a little bit in a very necessary way. Absolutely. Um, so let's see. At, at this point, the cars stop, but like two Virgos land on the bridge and they're just aiming at the girls. Yeah. Um, Katra and Noin fly in though. And like, this the, is, the... oh my God. Yeah, this is, <laughs> they're like box. fucking Persona 5 all out attack cut in as they yeah. pop on the screen is so fucking sick and they pull up in the transformed Tauruses for mobility mm-hmm. and then they they transform into like the the bipedal like humanoid form and knock out these virgos it's oh it's so fucking cool it rules um and like after like you know after the battle everyone like stand there and like the wing is staring at relina and relina is staring up at the wing yeah uh and it's like the next morning now, the sun has rose. Uh, and Noin is like profusely apologizing to Relina about the fighting. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. You really need a defense force, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know this is not what you wanted. However, I think you probably need this. Mm-hmm. And then Relina uh, kind of looks to Hiro and she's like, is, is the idea of peace like even achievable? And... um. Hiro kind of says, like, yes, in a way, but he he basically assures her that he's going to keep fighting for her, and uh, the the fact that he rescued her was, like, part of payment for her continuing to search for Troa as well. Yeah. But he's he's still planning to bounce. Like, he's he's got the Wing Gundam. He got what he came here for, and now he's planning mm-hmm. to leave. Um, but she's still very much, like, is, is peace 
possible. Like, it, 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 this is, like, really striking to the core of what Gundam Wing is about. Like, yes, people want peace, and a majority of people at the moment want peace through pacifism, which is kind of peace through inaction, in a way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. How, how are you going to enforce that? Like, I think last episode I talked about, like, you can't meet pacifism on the, the literal battlefield. <laughs> and so, like, it could very much just get snuffed out. And they're relying on the, like, generation beyond them of carrying on their will and their ideals being like, hey, yeah, we're getting slaughtered. That's pretty bad. We should we should not do that by continuing to not fight. <laughs> yeah, that's it's that's like- hard. That's a hard ask to put out there for, like, people to continue to get shit canned. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. When... And and Relina is very much like hitting hitting that point of like okay well what the fuck am I supposed to do so she asks Hiro and Noin like what should I do like how would you lead and Hiro's response is like by building a defensive force but not acting aggressive like not aggressing against other nations just having that ability to defend yourselves is important you know to like go forward and not just get snuffed out. Yeah, like the the line she says specifically is, "How can I create a position the world agrees to if I can't agree with those two closest to me?" Mm-hmm. It's like she really is like being forced to reconcile with like what she wants versus how she can get it to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it's it's tough lessons, but like that's the thing. Like I feel like they're really trying the writers to like be. To, to say, yeah, peace is good, but like, at what cost? How do you get to peace? You need war to get to. It's yeah, an and, interesting and angle. Relina hits us with the like second to last line of the episode, where she's like, "I just want to understand why people fight," because she doesn't. She doesn't get it. She doesn't think it's necessary. She's pushing for pacifism. Like it's literally not something she understands. And then it goes inside the car where Dorothy is still just sitting, listening into all of this. <laughs> I don't, I don't have a note on what she says, but she like it's something like, "Yes, Relina, you're you're moving forward in the direction that you should be," or something along those lines. She's just like impressed with how Relina is handling all of this in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dorothy I'm, has I'm some interesting thoughts and vibes, and it's cool to see that relationship kind of build. Um, yeah how Dorothy kind of wants to mold or at least direct um, Relina toward. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, good episode. I Again, it's like very self-contained, but like I feel like it's really, it's setting up a lot for Relina in the future that like, you know, more and more shit on this poor girl's shoulders that I yeah. feel like the show is doing a pretty good job showing her kind of like how yeah. she has to learn to manage it. Yeah, she's... She's a sitting princess for an entire kingdom and, and like, making decisions kind of without any actual counsel aside from Noin and Pagan. So she is saddled mm-hmm. with quite a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, episode. Uh, next one. Episode 32. The God of Death Beats Zero. While working on salvaging parts to complete his upgraded Gundam, Dua is captured and forced by a Trant to test the Zero system for Oz. But he is nearly driven insane. He is rescued by Hilda as Trant attempts himself to master control of the Wing Zero. However, it also drives him insane, and then he dies. Good episode. 
This MF named Trant. Trant. This, this dude's name is really just Trant. I thought it was Trant for the longest time. I His know. His name is Trant I, Clark. I literally had to. I had to double check with both of you because I was like, "Am I? I I'm not watching with subtitles. I'm I'm just watching the dub. Like I watched all the episodes this week at two times speed with no subtitles. So I was like, "Are they saying Trant or Trent? What?" <laughs> I had to reformat my some notes of my notes. Do say Trent, so I yeah. obviously got them. I still, I still thought it the other way. Yeah, it's yeah, it's an awful name. It is, it is a very Gundam name. Do y'all Trant prefer Clark. blue cheese or Trant with your hot wings? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna scream. <laughs> don't say these things to me. I'll think of another funnier one. Don't worry. Um, so <laughs> we we can start out space. with some yeah some Leos some space Leos are flying around. There's a bunch of debris, and they mention like a recent like shipping uh, or shipment like there. It's the debris of like a, a, a carrier, a shipment mm-hmm. carrier, something along those lines. Of uh, they were trying to ship mobile dolls. Thank mm-hmm. you. I don't know why I couldn't remember that. <laughs> it's usually like, um, you were literally ship... watching on two speed. I get it. Usually but... people ship the characters, not the robots, but you know, it's fine. Yeah, I know. Um, God Gundam, Nobel Gundam superiority. Anyways, uh, out of the darkness, the fucking <laughs> God of Death appears. It, it's literally the Death Scythe shrouded in darkness it's so it fucking rules fucking and like good. we get like a fucking fire emblem like critical hit portrait cut in as yes. duo screams the god of death just just returned from hell it's as so he, good we get like we get fucking sakuga here we get this incredible animation of duo doing war crimes but it mm-hmm. looks fucking sick yeah, this is this is some much appreciated Death Scythe love. Not that we haven't had any recently too. Like we we are we are seeing some incredible action from the Death Scythe. And I just love watching all, that Scythe in action. It that's looks the thing. so good. They've realized that like the Death Scythe is like probably like from an objective standpoint the most popular suit just because it's so wild. And they're like, yeah, people are people are gonna want to see this. Let's do the, more of this. Yeah, there there are some fucking stellar moments in this, and uh, God, I I loved Scott McNeil's delivery of screaming, "The God of Death is back from hell!" What a fucking it's line! Good duo. Okay, I know Hero's the edgy one, but Duo's kind of the edgy one. Duo's <laughs> like the uh, the funny edgy one. Hero's the edgy one where you're like, "Is is is he okay? Does he need <laughs> help?" Yeah, it it fucking <laughs> rules. And after all the action, uh, we get back to or. or after all the action, he's still in space and he's like looking at a readout of his performance, basically. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, good. I'm at a 80% capacity. Like he's he's yeah. like made progress since the last time we saw the Death Scythe. And he, he kind of grabs all of the supplies that were uh, being transported. And oh, yes. Very, very critical. That is important. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the narrator pops by and fills us in that uh, Virgo production has slowed down since Operation Nova. Uh, wonder, wonder what's going on with the, the Virgo production and why is it slowed down? <laughs> it could be anything. It, it, we really, we really couldn't, couldn't find out. Um, Tuberov wants to contact Trant, uh, who is like essentially the soldier who's like, he's kind of like independently training with Wing Zero right now. Yeah, he's Nicole um, too. So Nicole was Otto too. <laughs> and yep. Trant yeah. is Nicole too. It, oh, the, the the dilution's getting too great. He's, his genetics are beginning to break down. We can't keep cloning the poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, Tran is just kind of ignoring 
him. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't really give a shit about want He starts ringing and he just like hangs up the phone. He's like, ah, yeah. No. Tran can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because he's tripping balls. <laughs> it is nice because this is not the first time we have seen Trant. Uh, Trant is doing what? exactly what he was talking about the last time we saw him with the Wing Zero on the moon base. Oh, God, was that him? Yes. He is the one who wanted to continue testing the Gundam oh, pilots. Oh, I missed that too. See? Exactly. Like he, okay, he, that, he okay, was that, fucking that, nobody that for a helps. second, and now he's yeah, trying. Maybe, maybe if like they had bothered to give him a name, then I would have remembered him. Exactly, but yeah, he's he's the one who wanted to continue testing the Wing Zero on the Gundam pilots. He was literally there when Hiro went berserk in the Wing Zero. Yeah. So he has the thing is that that makes it even more interesting because he has that firsthand. Yes. Evidence of what it does to mm-hmm. somebody. And then you see him immediately testing it on himself. And then having the same shit happen. Is <laughs> this scientific method? What do you want like, from the guy? So he's he's testing out the Wing Gundam Zero against Taurus Mobile Dolls in space. He is like actively testing it in yeah. combat. Live live fire test. He is he has figured out that the Zero system does a fucky wucky to pilots' brains. And during this training, like, even though it, it's kind of not training because it's kind of life or death, uh, he, he gets blasted a couple times and he's like, yes, give me more. Like, give me this potential. I know that this elevates pilot's abilities. And then something clicks. Uh-huh. And it's like he starts to hallucinate. <laughs> That's like yeah, the only way Yeah, something clicks not it. in a good way. Yeah. Um, and he manages to kind of contain himself and stop and he defeats uh-huh. all the Tauruses and kind of calms himself down but he's like I need to find the pilots that escaped from the moon base and use them as test subjects yeah uh, and we see the shots of Wufei and Duo who were on the yeah. moon base I mean the main the main thing that clicks is that he kind of he essentially sees his own death I mm-hmm. guess what the zero system does is since it's like since it gives you the ability to fight on par and surpass a mobile doll, I imagine it's like a predictive system in a way. Yes. And it just accelerates your brain to the point of like, uh-oh. See what I I it's we the do get, it's the neurotypical brain scrambler is what it is. We we do get a better description of how the zero system functions, but you're actually pretty close. It essentially shows you like multiple outcomes, and then as the pilot, you are to decide like what the best course of action to reach the best outcome is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. basically no one yeah. can actually handle that. And so it freaks them out and they like hallucinate <laughs> again. Just go to Twitter. Same effect. <laughs> yeah. This is when we bounce to the junkyard. Uh, after, after oh, oh, well, we, we of... do, we do get a quick scene before that of Tuberov like, Still trying to get in contact with Trant. He's like, all right, fuck this. Uh, I'm going to send a battalion to basically like forcibly capture Trant. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So he he sends a bunch of a bunch gotcha. of Leos to go get the guy. And then we cut uh, to a scrapyard in some colony. In a this colony, yeah. Peak duo bullshit. And I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. It's like peak duo bullshit. But like the junkyard vendor is like clearly at the same level of bullshit. Yes. Duo essentially like drives a flatbed full of like you know the Leos that he took out earlier and like yeah. more debris and junk and stuff, um, and he's selling it for vernier fuel. 
Mm-hmm. And the old man is like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Bye. He doesn't even like check the cargo. Duo's like, hey, don't you want to check? And he's and like, he, nope, I just want to stick it to Oz. Bye. He, yeah, he also doesn't take Duo's like actual payment for the supplies uh-huh. either. He just dips. Yeah. And it, he also rules. He, he says, he says, let me know if you need any more fuel or ammunition before he drives away. It's great. I love this guy so much. And then Super running, running on screen from the distance, we get to see Hildy. Yeah, I guess Hildy's just hanging with Duo now? Yeah, it's sure. fucking good. <laughs> like, she was definitely, like, court-martialed by Romafelli earlier, but go off, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She she busts out and is, has been helping Duo, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I'm kind of glad that, like, that's enough suspension of disbelief that I'll be like, yeah, sure, I believe it. Like, I don't, we don't need an episode of Hildy's Great Escape, no. you know? Right, like, yeah. She's just enough of a side character that... That happened. Cool. They get, it's ex- it's exciting when now. she shows up, but I don't care to see how she shows yeah. up. They, they gave her enough of a thread that you can just kind of figure it out for yourself, and yeah. that's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, then we go back to Trant, who is taking the Wing Zero and some mobile dolls uh, to where the cargo ships keep disappearing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you know, pretty deductive reasoning. I like, should go. fucking du- duo, you got to realize you can't have one fence. You yeah, have to yeah. go to different places so you yeah. can't be tracked like this. I know your Gundam literally doesn't show up on sensors and has, like, cloaking technology that's, like, phenomenal. Maybe but stop like stop doing fighting and mm-hmm. the theft at you the Duo, there's a paper spot. trail. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most, like, the criminal returning to the scene of the crime. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> you can't kill the cops that are investigating the location where you killed the last cops bud mm-hmm. <laughs> dude we can't keep doing this um he, he's continuing to check like the scrapyards for parts yes uh and he know he, he's like i'm gonna go it alone hildy keeps on wanting to help him and he's like oh you can help me by bringing me a steak dinner haha yeah, funny he, he flirts with her and it's, it's cute. cute and he's like hildy like he is very frank for a moment he's like hildy you've been enough help as is mm-hmm. and it's it's very good because it's Probably she has been, like, helping shelter him to some yeah. extent. Uh, and then we we bounce over to Trant again, who just, like, pulls up inside the colony with the Wing Zero. He just fucking lands the Wing Zero in front of their house. <laughs> Trant busted and then, through. And then points the twin buster rifle at Duo on the ground. It's so fucked. <laughs> it's great. Duo's like, hey, uh, um, hey, 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 don't. Fire that in here, please. God, please. <laughs> yeah, and um, that, that is exactly how Trant is just like, yeah, I don't give a shit. You're coming uh, with yeah, me. I, or I'm I don't the care. Trigger. I'm not, I'm not going to just be some shitty lieutenant. This is mm. going to be my ticket upwards. I'm going to figure the system out. Yeah. And then this is going to, this and myself are going to replace these mobile dolls. Trant yeah. is the kind of villain that doesn't let other characters get away with their speeches. Yeah. I like that, though. I mean, Tr- no, it's nice. Trant is very, he's very competent. And, like, you know, he has this one very important flaw to him. But, like, he is, as far as, like, a one-off, like, tiny villain goes, I really like him. Because he's, like, a compelling enough guy who's, like, part of Romafeller, but, like, wants to work against Romafeller, but actually yeah. finds a way that can allow him to do that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay. I didn't expect anyone like outside of the Wing Boys to actually end up piloting the Wing Zero, but here yeah. we are. Yeah. Speaking of, um well, I'll I'll talk to talk about it when we get there. Um so he he essentially takes Duo into custody and forces him like it is just a, a quick cut. They're in outer space. Duo is in the pilot seat of the Wing Zero. 
and he's like, what's what's all this? I've got too much fucking shit on me. And he's like, he's in this Astro suit. He's got wires like leading out of his helmet and everything. And Trant is just like, fight these Tauruses. They are going to be lo- using live ammunition. You destroy them. And that's like how it's going to go. And Duo's like, great. I love destroying Oz's mobile suits. But what if I try to run away, dumbass? And Trant's immediately like, no, I have a kill switch. Like... <laughs> it won't work. No monkey business. If if you if you try to flee, I can turn off the Wing Zero systems. And if you like try, if you just try to take off and that fails, the Tauruses will default to attacking the colony. So like mm-hmm. you are you are Don't locked in here. Don't do it. Yeah, and it's God. And then Duo sees some normal things while he's hooked up to the Wing Zero system. Yeah, it's it is. He starts fighting the Tauruses, and it's very quick. How soon he starts to like yeah. hallucinate and lose control. He starts like, firing on Tauruses, like, and there is one Taurus that flies between him and the colony, and he pulls the trigger on the Buster rifle. It melts this Taurus and goes straight into the colony. We cut into the colony, and we see like Hildy getting blown away by this like pillar of beam rifle fire, and. Uh, Duo kind of snaps out of it, and we realize that that was just a hallucination or a vision. Uh, but he's just like, "What? What the fuck was happening to me?" And then we like get a, a surrounding shot of like the field of debris of Tauruses, and it's just like while he was hallucinating, he was like going to town on the Tauruses. Mm-hmm. It's it's oof oof. Um, and like yeah, he he wakes up out of it. Um. It's just like it's just really freaky how calm he is when he's just like, bah. Yeah, turn. his his bah. eyes are like half open, like almost glazed yeah, like, over like a glazed. little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, he he, he and, doesn't have the same like jovial attitude. It's just like strictly business, which is like mm-hmm. that's like when Spider Man stops talking, something's wrong. Like yeah, when he's not clipping up. at you, you fucked up exactly. Yeah. Um. And he's just like, how could a human do this? Mm-hmm. And Trant's like, doesn't this fucking rule? Isn't right. this rad as hell? And like, no, it's like right as they're having. Definitely not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I think like immediately after that is when Tuberov's uh, troops yes. roll up. Uh, and they're like, ah, oh, Trant, you're under arrest. And Trant is immediately, he pulls Duo out of the cockpit and just kind of sets him adrift in space. <laughs> he just yeets him out. Exa- yeah. Like, like, we, my we robot, see hi. He- yeah, Hildy comes up in, like, a little carrier to rescue him at the same time, very, um, like, p- conveniently. But, like, Trant starts going ham on Tuberov's Leos. This is what I wanted Duo to gets... point out. So, hmm. I've talked about it before, but there's an iconic thing that the Wing Zero does with the Dwin Buster Rifles, where it separates them, points them in separate directions, and just kind of spins while firing them. Yeah. Trant does that. <laughs> oh, he did it He did it earlier. He did it the first time we oh, see him in okay. the episode when he's training with the... Like, yeah, yeah. it's just like... <laughs> That's, is there like a fucking like sticky note in the cockpit? It's See, like, hey, remember, thing. try this. People fucking love that move. Like it's in like the Super Robot Wars games, I think, or, or like one of the like other tactics games that Gundams uh-huh. have. And people are like, oh yeah, that's Hero's iconic move in the Wing Gundam Zero. And it's like, Hero never does that is the thing. No. It's great. Yeah. I, that's another thing that I was, uh, I, I wrote in my notes is it's like, we saw the the Wing Gundam last episode, and we're seeing the Wing Proto Zero like in this moment, and it's just like this is weird because normally when there's like a an additional suit, you 
I feel like more often than not, the other ones kind of fall to the wayside, like the predecessor is kind of gone. But I guess that's not entirely true, because in Double Zeta, there was the Double Zeta, the Zeta, and the Mark yeah. II, right? Yeah, I know. They had, like, all the Gundams around there. Wild. To be fair, that was, like, a, a very similar time period. It, like, took place literally at the I guess, Zeta. But. I guess I was thinking more of, like, G Gundam style, where there's, like, the the predecessor and the successor. Where yeah, they, like, they literally leave the Shining Gundam in They uh, literally the have Amazon to transfer the data to, from one to another in one of the most heartfelt-touching yeah. scenes until the end of the series. <laughs> And, and yeah, and like it's just they just ditch it in Guiana as it gets God. destroyed. Um, but D- Duo gets in Death Scythe Hell yes. to fight Tuberov. Um, interestingly enough, something I noticed earlier when Duo was hallucinating, I'm pretty sure he's seeing the original Death Scythe, not the Death Scythe Hell. Yes, yes, um, yeah, he hallucinated the original Death Scythe, the original one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like it's it that's a cute little detail. It makes sense considering like he's brand new to the Death Scythe Hell, but like mm-hmm. the other Death Scythe, you know, he's been in for quite some time. So it's yeah. like, oh, that's the one he has like a more of a connection to, I guess. Yeah. As the the zero system kind of starts to take hold on Trant while he's fighting Tubarov's troops, he starts saying just like very evil, like villain type shit where he's like it's it's JRPG final boss shit. Yeah, like consciousness is expanding. I, I can, can see everything, see even everything. your death. It's so fucking good. It's, uh, and this it's is good. The showdown between the Wing Zero and the Death Scythe Hell. It's fucking rad. Uh, mm, Trad like takes that. out Trad. Trant takes out a couple Leos. Trant wife. Aha. <laughs> Trant wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, so nice you say it twice. Trant ends up taking out some Leos and takes aim at the colony. And Duo is like, uh-uh, not happening. And gets in between the buster rifle and the colony. And uh, they go 1v1. And uh, Trant sees, like, Duo coming at him. And uh, he gets Duo gets up close and personal. And Trant is like, this is the end for you. I'm not losing to a punk like you. And Duo's like... Yeah, fuck you. I'm gonna blow myself up, idiot. And uh, that and then, like snaps Trant out of the hallucination he was having. It's a hallucination yeah. again. It's good. He just he kicks him away. Um, and then like Trant splits apart the Buster rifle and fires a beam from it. Mm-hmm. And Duo like fires off the Buster shield. Yes. and they like clash and explodes. And like that combined with Trant's like insanely fragile psyche, like his helmet glass shatters and he's just fucking gone. Yeah, he's Gonzo. Uh, the Death Scythe kind of manages to tank the rest of the blowback from the Buster uh-huh. Rifle as well. Uh, and the Wing Zero just kind of drifts away as the episode kind yeah, of Yeah, I to noticed a close. that they did not recover it. Nope. Yeah. I mean, very... Duo is like, it's too much for any human to handle. Um, mm-hmm. Probably doesn't want to fucking deal with it either. Honestly, yeah. yeah, we're better off leaving that fucking thing to just drift in space. Seems mm-hmm. dangerous, seems bad. There is only one thing that I've noted that really lets you know that someone is, like, deep in the Zero System's hallucinations. And it's this, like, very slight yellow filter over top of everything. Yes. And in in Trance, like, final hallucination, you don't see it until, like, the moment Duo presses the self-destruct button, too. Yeah. Um, He has, like, the yellow highlights behind him when it cuts to, like, talking heads of Trance. But uh, mm. it, it's uh, other than that, it's not necessarily very clear that it's a hallucination until the last moment. Right. It's cool. I like that, though. I like that there's like this very 
it's a noticeable tell that when it does happen, it's, it's like kind of like rewards you for paying for no, attention. For paying so attention, and then like on subsequent things, you're like, oh, there was actually something here that told totally right exactly this is yes. here. But yeah. I like yeah. that it, you could, you could also be thinking that it's what's actually happening. Yeah, during yeah, a, it can a, mislead you. Recording or initial yeah. viewing. Mm-hmm. It's good. God, what a fucking good. good episode! I love doing. I know. <laughs> I I'm like getting nervous, like as we get further in the wing, because I'm still loving it, and I'm like, oh, do they fuck it up really bad later on? Oh no! Uh, I I no, genuinely think we have gotten through some of some of the rougher content already, just because it was like very, yeah, most of what people very don't rocky. like is past <laughs> us at this point. Yeah, yeah there's, it's a I weird think. intro, but once we we get going, we get going. Yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty good Gundam now, which is nice. It's mm. it's not just like kind of boring generic on the ground action yeah god uh shall we move on third absolutely that'll bring us to episode 33 the lonely battlefield with andy samberg tall geese beats down a virgo transport in outer space and returns to his new ship the peace million Dorothy extends an invitation for Relina to speak at the Romafeller Foundation. Relina asks Hiro to continue staying in the Sank Kingdom. Uh, Hiro says he'll stay and immediately makes plans to leave for a massive raid at the Trace Faction headquarters in Luxembourg. Katra and Noin get left behind. Relina pleads with the Romafeller Foundation, but they assumed ill will because of Miliardo showing up in space and just hasn't stopped fucking up Oz's shit. Relina denounces Zex as an imposter, claiming to be Miliardo Peacecraft. Tuberov unloads an ungodly amount of Virgos in space to drop on Luxembourg. The Toggies takes out the Virgos in space, and the Wing takes the Virgos on the ground. Hiro ends up getting a little overwhelmed, and when all seems lost, a voice on the radio calls to him and commands him not to die. It's good! This this episode fucking rules. It's, it's fucking very good. God! This is oh, the oof. first time that there's been like a really large coordinated assault that hasn't felt like kind of awkward to track. Like uh-huh. the the two routes when there was the ground route and the air route was like a little weird to follow and it kind of felt like out of nowhere. Um but this is like a very large scale battle and there's like a couple sides to it but also leading up to it made more sense to me for some reason. I can know that. Yeah, it, it, there was like almost like a sense of finality to it. Yeah, like I know it's far from the last conflict of the show, but like you really get a sense that like yeah, this is like a big thing that that Romafeller is like gearing up for. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's like it's just very solid. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, this one starts out. Katra is playing piano. It's beautiful, but it's sad. And yeah. Noin, you know, comments as much. She's like, that was great. Are you okay, though? Yeah. Hey, buddy, I've noticed you haven't stopped playing Teenagers by My Chemical Romance for four yeah. hours. Are you okay? Let's talk about this. Um, And, and you know, Noin basically tells him, like, hey, don't blame yourself for all the shit that's happening in war. And Katra's just like, I'm going to blame myself for all the shits that's happening in war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, no, fuck, no. <laughs> this is not what I meant. Uh, Poor I, little I think guy. One of the things, Katra, he's like sad. You know, he hates war at this point, and it, he hates mm-hmm. that he hurt Troa, uh, and he has not let go of that, which is nice to see. Like, someone is holding on to something that happened previously in the mm-hmm. series. 
but Katra also goes on to say there's a limit to what a pilot can accomplish, even if they destroyed all the mobile dolls. Like, there's only so much he could do because he's just a pilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, um, he's like, yeah, I can do it with a Gundam, but like, essentially they kind of get to in their conversation talking about the Saint Kingdom where after the battle you have these bloodied soldiers and like all you really can do is like give them a place to just chill the fuck out Mm -hmm. and like that that's like a good a very good bridge between what Relina's doing and what the Gundam boys are doing where it's like yeah she's preaching absolute passes pacifism but at the same time she is like actively trying to give a future to these Gundam pilots which is like a very like noble act when like literally the entire world is against them yeah it's good yeah it's a really like sentimental scene to open on and to God, I Im- fucking love Noin. Kind Noin of, rules. Noin is Noin might be one of the best characters in this entire show. Probably, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to counteract that sweet moment, we like get a, a quick bounce out we get to another outer sweet space. Moment. Yeah, <laughs> sweet in a different sense. Tolgi's yep. busting through. Oh, sweet. So so lovely to see this dang bird again. I fucking love the Tolgis. <laughs> uh, very very important. It is not being piloted by Miliardo Peacecraft. It is, it is not. The, the first shot we get of the inside of the Tall Geese cockpit is all black. There is no color inside this cockpit. There's very little light, and it is just what appears to be a black space suit. Uh, but mm-hmm. as, as we see these Virgo shipments on their way to Earth getting absolutely blasted to hell by the Tall Geese... Uh, we do get another interior shot where we see the familiar red spacesuit of Miliardo Peacecraft, but we don't see those baby blues. Uh, no, we get the fucking helmet on again. again. He has God a brand damn. new Zex mask, like Zex helmet, if you will. Uh, because the last one, I'll remind you, shattered to pieces. It completely broke. It cut his um, face. That's how bad it broke. Like, Yeah. Yeah. But he's fine now. It's he good. got better. He got better. Don't um, worry about it. <laughs> and after he finishes like destroying all these Virgos, he gets a radio uh, a message from Howard of all people, and Yay! he's like, "Yay, Howard! Come on in and refuel. Why don't you? Peace millions right here!" And like out of the shadows, this massive fucking ship pulls forward. It looks like a fucking alien mothership. It is such a fucking dramatic ass reveal, which, hey, let's assess the name Peace Million. I, hmm. I refuse, and we're going to keep moving forward. I, I wonder <laughs> how they got that one. Do you think it's because they smashed together Peacecraft and Milliardo? <laughs> I mean, if they were to do that, it should be the Peace Billion. Yes. But, you know, they're only a thousand times less than that. Maybe yeah. they'll be a Peace Billion later on. Yeah. Um, well, we fucking rules. We get the reveal of the peace million, and fucking Howard is just in space helping Zex, like wearing six sunglasses. Which, it for fucks. the record, uh, this is Zex. I'm not calling him Milliardo. This is oh, Zex. No. No, no, put no, the no, fucking no, helmet Zex. back on. You didn't think this was gonna happen, did you? <laughs> I no. I I was genuinely surprised that like. I thought, yeah, I thought the helmet was going to stay off, but no. Yeah, this is like if in the middle of Zeta, Quattro Bagina just, like, put his old mask and helmet back on and was like, mm-hmm. by the way, you you all keep calling me Char, so I figured I'd fit into the box you're putting me in. Yeah. Uh, so the wildest shit is, this is, in my mind, 
absolutely the correct thing he should be doing right now. Oh, so. 100%. Even, mm. even as we'll find out, Relina fucking agrees with him. Yep. Yeah. Damn. Uh, and speaking of Relina, he kind of like... Well, first he asks Howard to tune the Talgis up because it's too slow and not reactive yeah. for his fucking gigantic brain. Um, and Howard's like, and uh, he, I'm pretty sure you're getting better. The suit's fine, but I'll look at it. Mm-hmm. And this is just what happened at the end of Mobile Suit Gundam when Amuro got too juiced up. Mm-hmm. And they had to, like, rub magnets on the Gundam it's to so keep up with his, like, new tight so perception. It's fucking good. It's great. Uh, and he's like silently kind of asks Relina to forgive him for you oh, know buddy. being a being a violent boy. Forgive again, me, it's like I her... have to go back to the old me. Oh no! <laughs> I'm fucking imagining Bugs Bunny in the Zexmerkees yep. mask. God damn it! Oh, <sighs> I'm a master um, of my craft. <laughs> your peace craft? Yes. <laughs> we get the Duke Dermail. I'm sorry. We get the Tuberov who's telling Duke Dermail about Zex returning. And, you know, they're, they're kind of scheming on how to defeat Zex. And Dermail kind of comes to the conclusion of, like, let's just fucking hit the Saint Kingdom real hard. Yeah, I, I like this moment, too, because uh, Dermail says something along the lines of, like, we need to hit him where it hurts and, like, we need to hit them hard. And uh, Tuberov is like, well, you've got my, you know, invincible mobile doll troops. And Dermail kind of laughs at him. And he's like, yeah, buddy. Are you fucking kidding me? These things keep getting popped left and right. He fucking... Tuberov is a little too fucking hopped up on his own juice. He yeah. loves his own mobile dolls a he bit too much. He loves those dolls, and uh, it slowly but surely, everyone else can't fucking stand them. Yeah, no, everyone else has realized that maybe mobile dolls weren't the right call. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Tuberov, I can't wait to see you get fucking launched into space or something. Yeah. Um... We cut to Relina in the is, park with Hero. This is so fucking cute. This is nice. She like asks him. She's like asked to sit with him. Um, and then and does he? Okay, yeah. what does he say in in the sub? Oh, I didn't catch it. Oh, in the dub, he says it's your country. You can do what you want. <laughs> okay, I, that's, I think that's similar to what he says too. It's just it's, he's just like whatever. Cheeky little bastard. Like, yeah. come on, whatever, princess. Yeah. Um. It's a nice conversation here on, you know, she like kind of talks. She's like, hey, why are you still here? I thought, you know, you thought you're going to fuck off. Mm. And she's kind of talking to him about he, how he doesn't really have like a place to go, you know, because colonies abandoned him. And now there's like a kill order on all the Gundam pilots. Um, conversation can't really go anywhere, though, because. OK, I'm back. Can you check the Operation Meteor chat real quick for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. fuck. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I had to take a second. My God. <laughs> Thank you, Julia. Oh my God. You have realized my vision. As soon as you okay, said that, I was like, I need, an, it I need a moment. It is unbelievable how fitting the fucking flintlock pistol is. Are you kidding me? Oh, God. Absolutely. Oh, my God. All right. Can Max, I just tweet this from, oh, can I tweet this from the podcast yeah, account? Yeah. Can you describe just for the listeners what we're, we're looking at yeah, here? Yeah, sure. So there's the Bugs Bunny meme of lord forgive me but it's time to go back to the old me where he's in a, like a tuxedo and he's bowing over his uh old pistol uh and said i have superimposed uh zex's face over bugs's um, god it's so fucking good <laughs> holy shit i'm making this my I, profile icon hell yes is, 
I didn't know I needed to see Bunny oh, Boy Zex, but that's in my life now, and I'd better that's for it. Now. Bunny Boy Zex! Sorry for interrupting the episode like that. No, that's good. Um, Rascal does not dream of Zex Bunny Senpai. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so Dorothy shows up here, interrupting Rulina and Hero's nice conversation, to hand Rulina an invitation to straight up meet with the Romafeller Foundation. Yeah. Uh, back in Bremen, their headquarters. So Rulina gets in the girl boss outfit. Yeah, dude, we kind of get like a, a little moment of her suiting up, right? Mm-hmm. That's so mm. that's so nice. It's just like we we're seeing her literally like change into the leader of the Sank Kingdom. It's good. It's good to yeah, see. It's, it, it is very reminiscent, obviously, of it is on kind of having her two sides too, and like vastly less sharp of a distinction between the two here yeah but she is playing a part when she dresses this way instead it is Mm -hmm. obviously like from a like film and like uh uh like critical analysis point of view important to watch a character change clothes in this sort of style but like this is also an animated like medium and they did not need to show that and i like Mm -mm. that they did Mm -hmm. it's great um Dorothy like offers to drive. Yeah. And no one wants to go with and 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 Dorothy's like, "No, she's my responsibility. I'll take care of her." Uh, seems bad, but whatever. Yeah. And then Relina's also like, "Yeah, Noin, you can stay here. It's fine." And before she gets but into I'm, the I'm really I'm I'm just wondering where the fuck the Saint Kingdom is. I know, right? <laughs> because okay, this is a place she can decently easily drive to. And Unless like they're driving to then take a shuttle, it's it feels like it would be strange if the Romafellers were conveniently located right outside the borders. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I I'm gonna assume that the Saint Kingdom might be on like the northern coast of Germany because Bremen is close to the coast of Germany. Um, it I feel like it might be like where like the Netherlands is perhaps. Or, like, maybe near Denmark or something. Um, hold on, I'm just going to Google Gundam Saint Kingdom location. Okay, northern... Oh, oh, shit! Hey! The Saint Kingdom is what used to be Mecklenburg-Vorpommern, Germany. There you Look go. at that. I figured it out by using Googie Maps. Look at that. Okay, so yeah, that makes sense. It's a decent enough drive. Um, they go there. Um, and then we cut to Katra. Well, who, before, before oh, Relina yeah, leaves, I, I skipped over a little that, bit. That's okay. Before Relina leaves, she turns and looks at Hiro and Katra, who are looking on from like a just an outcropping, I guess. And uh, Relina's like, Hiro, promise not to leave without telling me first, okay? <laughs> and Hiro's like, Yeah, sure, whatever. He does like this slight, this slight little nod. It's good. <laughs> and then they drive um, away, and uh, yes. Katra and Hiro head down to the hangar. And, uh, like, immediately they're just like, okay, so there's plans for Oz Mobile Dolls to head to Luxembourg. That's where I'm going. They're going to crush the Trey's faction headquarters. <laughs> and Katra's like, uh, okay, do you want me to come with you? And Hero's like, no, I'll go alone. And Katra's immediately like, that's stupid. There's going to be so many Mobile Dolls. You're going to die. You're going to be so insanely outnumbered. He just goes, huh, mm-hmm. yeah, anyway. Yeah, and then he gets <laughs> in the fucking wing and leaves. God, that's so this fucking hero. boy. 
This fucking kid. I really, I wonder sometimes if the comedy of people saying they're going to do a thing and immediately cutting to them doing the opposite or whatever is like intentional for this show. Because I don't feel like it is. But I don't li- think it is, but it happens so many times. It happens enough that, that you would be forgiven it. for, yeah. Exactly. Because it, it, it always happens and it always lands like a joke because it's mm-hmm. just unbelievably perfect. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Um, and yeah, he released from the hangar. Katra's there, and Noin runs up, and Noin's like, hey, what the fuck just happened? And <laughs> Katra explains, he's finding a battle with the least chance of survival. Thank, thanks, he's just buddy. fucking, alright, whatever. Um, <laughs> Zex also, so, so Zex is like kind of catching wind of Romafeller's plans towards Luxembourg. So what he's going to do is he's going to stay up in space and basically shoot down as many Virgo carriers as he possibly can, you know, to prevent them from breaching the atmosphere and taking out the Trace faction. Um, he, let's see, let's see. I missed my notes part. Yeah, he's he's fucking him up. He's doing great. Um, Tuberov, like, kind of planned for him to do this. Yeah. And he he's basically just like, okay, he's taking out some of the Virgos. So the ones who aren't getting destroyed fucking speed up go like yeah yeah exactly he like knows that he's going to be distracted and won't be able to take all of them out so he's just like kind of like ramming through as many as he possibly can yeah um and then we're in bremen relina made it um she's at like a meeting table with dermail and the rest of roma feller uh dorothy like closes the door behind her and she's like waiting outside she's like all right relina show us what you got it's still very weird how much dorothy is cheering relina on yeah. and at this point we're we're not exactly sure why and like what 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 the edge is here like what are you what are you doing she's just a i'm she's just a fucking weirdo <laughs> i'm yes but <laughs> i was hoping so, the show would give us something oh i'm guessing that what it is is that dorothy understands that the more relina pushes towards absolute pacifism the more fierce a battle is going to arise to try and stop that from happening. And that's so what Dorothy I, wants. Yes. Yeah, Dorothy, yeah, okay. Dorothy yeah. just yeah. fucking wants that, you know, she just wants to get fucked up on watching a war happen. Yeah. And she knows that, like, it's like the it's like the fucking force in Star Wars. The more it pushes yeah. towards one side, it rockets back to the other. That's, and that's balance, what Dorothy is baby. chasing that fucking edge. Absolutely. It is, it is very much joker trying to push batman to the breaking point by literally blowing up jason todd <laughs> okay yep i'll give it to them now yeah, dorothy with a damage tattoo on her forehead let's hey, discuss she has one she just puts concealer on it That's it's, the it's second behind eyebrow. her eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god good work Jesus. um we're not in kansas to- anymore motherfuckers <laughs> She, as she talks to Dermail and the rest of the Roma Feller fools, uh, she she says that like if peace is truly your objective, you should use the Saint Kingdom as the model for peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dermail is like, hmm, interesting point. Allow me to point out some hy- hy- hypocrisies with your plan. Is this your brother attacking us? <laughs> hmm? And just it is a very nice fucking like Instagram photo gallery of Zex and the Talgis yeah. voguing and killing, and oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, like, yeah I- he was he came here as a peace. Uh, ambassador and now he keeps fucking our shit uh explain he he showed up in outer space as miliardo peacecraft and then it immediately cuts to a photo of him with the helmet on being like but it was actually zex marquis Mm, Mm -hmm. curious Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
And they're like, ah, Relina, we've caught you in this trap. Your brother is is uh, harboring ill will toward the Romafeller Foundation. So are your, you know, is everything you're saying actually true? And Relina is like, no, fuck that guy. He's not my brother. What are you, stupid? Yeah. <laughs> she just immediately, immediately turns around. And she's like, that's not my fucking brother, dumbass. Like, <laughs> she does it in the funniest possible way in that she does it in the way that we talk about uh Shit, I almost called him Quattro. The way we talk about Quattro and <laughs> yes. Char in, in Zeta, yeah. where she literally says, is his name Miliardo? No, then he's not Miliardo. Yeah. It's like, yes, yeah, that fucking really rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure, he's, Char, he sure he's the he's same not. height and has beautiful blonde hair and blue eyes and the same red uniform and white pants and tall boots and also pilots the tall geese. But and tall geese, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's not the, that's not oh. the same guy. Well, you gotta, you got the, his name is different. It's and and like and and he's like, all right, we're gonna take him out. And she's like, all right, fucking, can I go now? <laughs> she like just no sells it. I, yeah, and Dorothy's I like, believe how well she handled that. Yeah, I mean, she clearly knows that Zex is like he can handle to, whatever they throw to at him. Be fair, she found out Zex was her brother, and then within thirty seconds, ordered Hero to kill him when they were in yeah. Antarctica. Yeah. If you're really my brother, you wouldn't get fucking got by this. <laughs> yeah. Dorothy loves this shit. Dorothy's like, oh, good work, Relina. Tremendous. Yes, this rules. And it seems like she's excited for mobile dolls to get phased out, too, because she says something along the lines of, like, fighting with people has meaning, and that's mm-hmm. what's necessary for us to reach, like, this future. Mm-hmm. It needs to be humanized in some way, shape, or form, yeah. I guess, to her. And Who then Relina kind of reflects, and she realizes that, Maybe Miliardo made the choice to denounce his name. And it's very apparent, based on what we saw at the beginning of the episode, that they're kind of on the same wavelength. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah, she knows that Miliardo knows that she can't support Zex. It's, you know, it's the multiple persona type deal. Yeah. Um, And in a really organic transition, yeah, we go over to her brother. Yeah. (laughs) Starwipe. Zex is there. He took out... As many shuttles as he possibly could. We see like six or seven are burning up in the atmosphere, like, you know, heading down there. Uh, and Zex is like, oh, I guess that's all I can do. Good luck down there. Whoever <laughs> whoever may or may not be in Luxembourg right now fighting them all. Mm-hmm. And the wing shows up in Luxembourg. Yay. Um, the wing shows up in Luxembourg, but like we don't get much there because we cut to. Yeah. Uh, Relina's just driving home. She got <laughs> Pagan to Uber her back. Um, and <laughs> God. As this is happening, um, we hear intel that Relina's car is going to be attacked. I think it's like um, we hear like Noin talking to Katra. Yes. And we cut over to Pagan and Pagan's like, hey, Relina, you don't seem too happy right now. Um, And yeah, I wouldn't be happy to if I'm about to be attacked by mobile dolls. (laughs) Yeah, I like she she gave a very impassioned speech and their male just tried to undercut her with one thing. And then she was just like pissed and left. So it wasn't to a very To be fair, if I had to drive to a different if I had to drive to a different country only to have a 5-minute conversation and be done with it, I'd be a little mad too. Yeah, for real. Fair. And so these uh, Virgos pull up and they start to take aim, but at the last moment, Katra and Noin pull up in these Tauruses, the white Tauruses again. Blah, blah. The, like Relina has like probably the best possible royal guard right now with Noin oh, and Oh god, Katra. yeah, they are they are absolutely like her Guardian and Pagan, and, and, and also well, the white. Unfortunately, because of the Virgos, Pagan kind of crashed the car, and uh, she gets out to check on him, and he doesn't respond. 
So I was really worried that Pagan was killed here. Yeah. <laughs> they they don't tell you for a moment, too. Yeah. Um and and afterwards, after Katra and Noin pull up, we see an ambulance. Pagan is loaded on and, mm-hmm. and someone kind of addresses him and they're like, he's going to be okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But Relina's like mad. She couldn't protect one person, and she starts to be like, "I feel like I'm not making the progress I need to be. Like maybe I should abandon the idea of pacifism." And maybe total pacifism is worthless after all. This stinks. And Katra steps up, and he assures her that she needs to keep fighting for pacifism while other people fight on her behalf. Mm-hmm. Which, like, yes, yeah, that is that is what kind of needs to be done. Like, it's still kind of undercutting the original message, but it is it is a very complicated thing to try to work around. Yeah. Uh, and Pagan's alive as well. Yep. Pagan, I think we mentioned Pagan, that Pagan is okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Nick, because he got carried off. Uh-huh. Um, he doesn't say anything, though. He just he just kind of gets carted away. He's dead, but he's fine. <laughs> um, and then we get a pretty cool scene. Yeah. So Hiro is on the ground fighting Virgos in Luxembourg. Mm-hmm. And there's like he he blasts a couple of them, but there's one in particular particular he fires on, and we get like the shot of the Virgo inside the beam. It's this really beautiful like just black silhouette of this Virgo getting annihilated by this close up Buster rifle blast. Uh, it's it looks really cool, uh, but in the fighting, the wing's leg gets damaged and it starts to get surrounded. Hero's probably gonna die right here, right? Uh, no, I'm gonna right. let me let me call him real quick and tell him not to. <laughs> this is so fucking fun. So Trey's contacts Hero. Um, somehow again, their <laughs> frequencies are known? Question mark. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But he says, "Don't give up. You can't die yet." <laughs> and then we get a close up of Hero's face and Trey's face in a dark room, and then to be continued. Great. Cool. <laughs> it's so good. What a good cool fucking show. cliffhanger, though. It's fucking. It's. I love it. I mean, in it, it, it is a, a wonderful cliffhanger. And then I saw the name of the next episode on Crunchyroll, and I fucking like pogged IRL because the yeah, next episode is just called "Its Name Is Epion." Yes, sir. Oh God, I'm fucking excited. Oh, I'm so excited to see the fucking Epion, and that'll be in a week from now. <laughs> Tune in. Don't miss it. <laughs> Tune in to hear us describe what a thing looks like. For the second time. Hell yeah. We're good at that. Yeah. We're, good. We're very good at that. I'm, um, I'm still, okay, so just behind the curtain of my Gunpla purchases, there is currently a metal build spirits of the Epion up on the P-Bandai ooh. store, and it is Spency. <laughs> and I mean, th- that's not a Gunpla, though. That. I'm pretty sure it's no, just like it's, an action figure. Yeah, it is essentially like a metal action figure, but like, yeah, that's also sick as hell. And it looks really, like, I, I love the... I love the kits of the Epion, but I feel like the actual metal finish does it really solid justice. Uh-huh. It's definitely worth, like, getting top coat for. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm waiting for P-Bandai to drop their Black Friday lineup, because there is a Hyakushiki crash that I am looking at. Y'all going to make me buy some fucking robots. Mm-hmm. You finish your red frame. I did. I'm done. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. No, it looks Don't good, too. One? No, I am, I am set now. I have my... I have a wing and I have the red frame, so I'm I, I'm good to I am good to buy because I have and I'm yes. air quoting here 
yes. self-restraint up yeah. until this yeah. point. <laughs> I am yes. I am on hold until I complete my my high new, which is at the top oh, of yeah. my catalog with my yeah. other real grade new Gundam and my master grade Freedom Gundam 2.0. My um I my P Bandai Hyper Mega Bazooka for the real grade high new has shipped. Hell yeah, um, hell yeah. Yes, fuck yes. I'm, I'm currently though I'm currently building the wound wart. Uh, the clear color version. This thing is fucking minuscule. Yeah. I love. It. I mean, it's so. Admittedly, small. I just well, I just built the master grade Barbatos. Oh yeah, which is like you know that's Gundam sized. Yeah, but like here, I'm I'm sending a photo to the group of like I have the head and like the upper torso completed of the wound wart, mm-hmm. and like this thing fucking tiny. It little. <laughs> oh, that's baby. I wonder how it, it compares a little to the thing. crossbone Gundam size wise. Uh, on it. You know, I think it'll end up being bigger because it's like ninety percent legs. Yeah, the board yeah. is because I mean, I, I mean, I have the real grade crossbow. And that thing is a little. That thing is a little. This a little guy. Yeah. Uh, but still, I'm fucking excited because the wound wart, and then I have the high zenthai rod too. Anyway, that's your gunplay update. God damn it! I haven't done that in quite some time. Um, but I believe this week, Julia, you have a little thing for us. I do have a Beyond Tune World for us. Yay! You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Tune Uh Today we're gonna do Dorothy's uh, dub video. Uh, dub Kathy Wiseluck. Westluck? Give me a Could, second. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Westluck. I have the Wikipedia article with the pronunciation up. Right on. Thank God for phonetics. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm gonna start at the start of her career. Um, she mm-hmm. got to start in 1990 <laughs> on the New Adventures of He-Man, playing Tila. Okay. Oh, kind of going to scroll through. Uh, she's a couple of reoccurring characters in Rodmo One Half. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, sick. Yeah. yeah, play Shampoo and Azusa. I know Shampoo. Mm-hmm. And that that's goes for a couple years here. Um, let's keep scrolling through to stuff that I don't know. Then, 1996, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She is credited with 10 unique characters. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. I'm going to quickly go through. Uh, Trunks, Marin, Adasa's uh, mother, Cargo, Lime, Chiaotsu, War, Marin, East Kai, and Andrew 19. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she's so Trunks. fucking... She's Trunks. Yep. I mean, I imagine she's like Trunks in the Boo Saga from when he's a kid, not oh, from yeah, when he's E-baby. an adult and shows yeah. up. E-baby. Okay. But the fact that she's fucking Chiaotzu is so funny that Dorothy Catalonia is the one who goes, goodbye, Tien, mm-hmm. and just does fuck all. I'm just pretty dies. confident everyone on Wing was part of the Blue Ocean dub for Dragon Ball Z. Good. <laughs> that that Good. honestly checks out. Hell yeah. Moving forward what a couple years got? to Gundam Wing. Hey, I know So we one. have Dorothy. We also have another voice here, Max. Yeah? Do you want to try okay. to give a, give a little guess here? I mean, it wouldn't be Relina because she talks to Relina too much. Uh, it wouldn't be Sally because I think she might be too old. Um, I'm gonna take a guess and say Lady Un. Hilde. Ah, yeah, what? I know, right? <laughs> oh my god. Yep, yep, yep. I believe incredible. I believe the voice actress for Sally Poe is an additional character as well. Oh, tremendous. <laughs> uh, let's see. Moving on. The dub for Inuyasha in 2002, again, she's like 11 character voices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, keeping going. There was one in particular I want to get to specifically. I yeah. Um, I don't like the way you say that. Sorry, it brings I, fear to, to my heart. To be fair, I am the one who told Julia to do Dorothy's VA. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm there's just, something fucked up in here, I presume. Well, it's she not does, bad. She's got a reoccurring character where she is playing Rarity the Unicorn. Um, ah. <laughs> No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she does play Nier from both Death Knight and uh, the uh, Relights um, for Elle's successor movies. God, of course. Sure. Why, why the fuck not? <laughs> and then we, we get to the... Oof. So the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic show from 2010. Uh-oh, sisters. <laughs> uh, I'm counting real quick. Give me a second here. <laughs> Embrace yourselves. Uh, there's 34 characters here. <laughs> what? That's like an entire show. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't name you 34 characters from fucking Gundam Wing. Um, it's it's a lot. <laughs> oh my god. One in particular, I guess they decided she was good at because she continues to be Spike for the next forever. Is that the little dragon guy? Mm-hmm. Yep. My god. What the hell? Yeah. Fucking Dorothy Catalonia, my beloved. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's probably <laughs> so one good. of her most notable roles, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Good shit. Thank you, Kathy Westluck. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. I'm, I'm standing and saluting. I am. Oh my, that fucking, I love, I love, see, this might be on Toon World so fun, because you can just drop a bomb like that on everyone <laughs> right, else. Yeah, it, it's a little god, sad, because I've, I've bounced through just, like, trying to dig and see, like, who would be interesting to do, because, like, I, I, I've mentioned, like, I kind of want to do, like, all of the main guys, but some of them just didn't do much, and so there's mm-hmm. not, like, a lot of interesting stuff in there, and, and then we have characters, like, act, voice actresses, like Miss Westlock, and it's just, like, a gold mine. God, hell yeah. Fucking great. Uh, and I'll I'll cap that segment off by adding to the Operation Meteor Count, which is at one. Yes. <laughs> Yay! With, I, I Yay we did it. Three separate mentions of Operation Nova along the way, but there is a, a I, genuine out in the yeah. wild Operation Meteor Count. I think I think we're gonna go with four for this week then. Fuck yes. Yeah, four is good for me. Hell yeah. Good work, everyone. Excellent stuff. We did it. We did it. We did it. We made it. We survived. I wouldn't say that just yet. We have to get eh, to the well, you know. most difficult part of this episode. And what would that be? <laughs> well, we got to do plugs. Yeah. I think we do plugs first. I, I think we got plenty of stuff to do first. No, I just mean the very end of it. I'm not yeah, saying, okay, yeah. I'm not trying to rush us to it because it's going to be a shit right, show. Right, yes, li- li- live in fear. Yeah. Um, well, now that it is time for plugs, uh, Jules, would you like to go first? Sure. Um, easiest places to uh, to find me is going to be on Twitter at the Crown Jules with two underscores after it. That's J U L E S, as well as the Wow Cool Discord, which is linked in our Twitter account, Wow Cool Podcast. J. My name is Jared, or Jay. Uh, mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I use he and them pronouns. You can find me at Pagliacci Proto J on Twitter. And on Discord, I like to hang out in there. I like to be annoying and antagonize everyone about how they like Dorothy. Tremendous. Um, and I'm Max. <clears throat> Sorry, I was taking a sip of water. I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter at MaxiBajillion. Oh, boy. I have so many fucking plugs to do now. Go to Pod Agreed Cast on Twitter to listen to Pod Agreed and YouTube show. Go to Slappers Only Pod on Twitter or SlappersOnlyPod.com to listen to Slappers Only Pod, a video game music podcast. 
and new hotness alert podcast called Nevermind the Trollocs. It is a prestige podcast about Amazon's Wheel of Time TV series. Uh, the first episode will be up by the time this episode comes out. That is at NVM the Trollocs on Twitter. Uh, I'm doing that with, it is myself, it is Sarah from Zeta Gundam, and it is Tom and Nina, who you may know from Mobile Suit Breakdown, the world's smartest Gundam podcast. It's a really good time. We had a great time recording it. We had a lot to say. It's a fun level of discussion that we're bringing to the show, and I hope you all tune in. Um, oh, yeah, and this show, uh, Baku Podcast on Twitter, the thing has been mentioned. Go to the Discord. Hang out with us. It's fun. Post your Gunpla. We love it. And finally, Jared. Time to ask the important question of the week, which is, what's the robot of the week? Uh, my robot of the week, I've been thinking about it a lot. Uh, it's the Gundam Dynamies from Gundam 00. Hmm. Is that the black one? That's the one? sniper one. It's the one with the big green shield wings. The green one. Yeah. The green okay. one. I like it. I've seen like I, I think the wings of... are kind of stupid, and I think the future iterations of that suit have cooler gimmicks. But the the V fin that slides down, so the high yes. quality camera for the like giant beam rifle that it uses is just just peak robot like cool shit to me. That's like <laughs> also that's like lock the on Stratus is my of... boyfriend, and yeah. I, well, I, I have to own to up to, to that one. <laughs> <laughs> it looks very pretty in Trans Am mode. It's so yeah, it's very fucking cool. It's a, it's an interesting silhouette with like the two like really like downswept shoulder wings. Mm -hmm. They work. they do the same thing that the Death Scythe Hell does, where it'll sit in front of it and act as a shield sometimes. Which oh, is very, very cool. cool. Very cool. Hell yeah. Um. Fuck yeah. Okay, that'll do it for us this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Julia and Jared, for continuing this journey with me. And don't fuck this up. As we always say, war is bad. Wow. Cool robot. Fuck yeah! I'm dabbing. We did it. Fucking did it. <laughs> the it curse only is took broken. like four tries of